Hello, this is Melanie McMullen and Hannah Hurley, and you're listening to the IoT Integrator Wire, brought to you by the channel company and sponsored by Intel. This is episode six, The Rise of the Smart Factory, How IoT is Reshaping Manufacturing. And today we welcome Eric Thompson. He's the Senior Consultant of IoT and the Specialized Solution Practice at Tech Data Corporation. Welcome, Eric. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your day-to-day focus at Tech Data. Great. No, thank you. Very excited uh, to be here. So my name is Eric Thompson, and uh, as you said, I'm an IoT consultant at Tech Data. I've been at Tech Data for about a year and a half. Um, so my primary focus is helping our channel ecosystem, um, our partners, to build out an IoT practice um, or actually enhance their IoT practice. Um, and we kind of do that three different ways. I really call it around the three S's. So solutions aggregator, solutions factory, and solutions catalog. Um, so if you're not familiar with an IoT solution, um, typically there's around five or six building blocks. And so if you were going to build out um, a customized IoT solution, you've got to find a hosting, you got to find an IoT platform, you got to find some type of analytic platform, the sensors, the edge devices, um, and so forth. So what Tech Data has done is we've taken our relationship with the leading technology vendors um, in the IoT space, and we've packaged these off-the-shelf IoT solutions. So we have hosting, we have a pl- platform, we have the analytics, um, and we've vetted that out. Um, so our goal is, when I say help partners create a, an IoT practices, we have a catalog with these four different vertical, around 50 IoT solutions in the catalog. Um, and we really help them from a marketing to a business to the full sales cycle of, of building out an IoT practice uh, for them. Wow, that's really interesting. That's a um, good model for you. So let's just um, dive right in. IoT solutions can deliver insights in everything from energy consumption on the factory floor to robotic maintenance to supply chain management. Describe some of the technology that you see in use at, a say, a typical smart factory. Sure, yeah. Um, so there's a, a ton of technology. Um, you know, I, I've done a lot of IoT um, Solutions architecting from many, from smart cities to higher ed and and manufacturing, but really where you see the most baked out IoT solutions, not the science project is in in, uh, manufacturing. Um, So a lot of what you see is from robotics to artificial intelligence to predictive maintenance, obviously uh, retrofitting with sensors or PLCs. Um, Another one is big is collaboration. robotics, so cobots. Um, digital twins is definitely big um, in manufacturing. Um, augmented reality is, is another big one. Um, and then again, you can kind of put all that together from an IoT and cloud. So most of these technologies, you need you know, some, an IoT solution and then also some uh, with a cloud. Yeah, that's interesting to see all of those come together. If an older factory wants to transform to, say, smarter technology, where does Tech Data recommend that they would start? No, great question. Um, so typically the, the lowest hanging fruit or getting to start the smart factory journey is usually around operation efficiency. Um, and so that can be around asset utilization, operational cost reduction, and worker pro- productivity. Um, so really, it's 
every manufacturing floor has some type of machines. And then on that machine, you can get the temperature, you can get the vibrations from maybe the bearings of that machine or the voltage. So just being able to capture that data and make that data actionable and visualize it is really where we say to start. Um, because once you can see that data, you can start making decisions on it. So if you think about just the normal example of a machine and temperature, you know, if, you know, if you don't have any type of IoT solution or you don't know what that data is, typically your machine shuts down, you see smoke, um, and you're gonna have downtime. So just being able to capture that data um, and use an IoT platform and get alerts, it can go from an SMS, it can come from an email, you can have, you know, TVs in your plant floor, but just getting that notification, hey, this temperature is rising on this machine. Um, you need to now, you know, take a proactive uh, approach to it. And, and that is huge. Um, and we have solutions in our catalog for brownfield retrofitting um, machines like that. I'm going to stick to this theme of the older factory floor and want okay. to bring in the talk around IT and OT, because we've always had OT as something that's been around for a long time and mixing the two. So there seems to be a marriage, and I'm wondering how is this working out? Is it functional or dysfunctional out there? Uh, it's kind of both. Um, so definitely the OT world and the IT world. Uh, so OT world, let's just maybe just so, so some folks that you don't really know. So OT world would be the data generation. So you're looking from PLCs, IoT gateways, IoT devices, data. Um, you know, you're looking at PLC, so machine to machine protocols like OPC UA, Modbus, um, and then let's, the IT world is data consumption. So mm -hmm. you're able to take that data from the OT world and now bring it in, into the IT world. So now let's say you're taking data off a PLC. Now you, you could put it in an NES, you can combine it with a CRM or literally just put it in some database that's not siloed with IT world. So if you're able to break down those silos between the OT and IT world, now you have all this data and now you can aggregate that data and really make um, decisions off that data on a whole plant floor and the carpet floor of a, a manufacturing plant. We've seen so many manufacturers pivot during the COVID-19 pandemic. Do you have any examples to share of major shifts that occurred in the last few months with your customers? Yes, you know, unfortunately, you know, no one is, is really not getting touched by this pandemic. Um, and so what we're seeing in, in manufacturing is what I, I said three S's before, so I'm gonna say the three R, so resolve. Um, you know, manufacturers and, and partners are looking, how, how can they help their customers? How can they ensure business continuity now? Um, and then return and resilience. How can we return to business and increase our flexibility to thrive in the new normal? Um, and the last one is reimagination and reform. You know, how can we improve our business over the long term in a world changed by the pandemic and emerge even stronger? So if you really think about resolve, um, a, a couple industrial IoT use cases would be remote employee collaboration, workforce tracking, vision-based control systems and remote asset controls. So 
you know, it's all about worker safety. It, it was before, but especially now in distance. So the more automation you have, the, the, if you have RFID tags on your, you know, manufacturing employees, you can space them out. If you have remote asset control, you don't need to send someone, you know, you can look at the data at home um, and make decisions off that. So we're seeing a lot of those safeguarding operations because of COVID. Um, and now if we talk about the return resilience, a couple IoT, industrial IoT use cases would be like real-time procurement transparency. Um, being able to do, again, automation, um, being able to automate things when it comes to your assets. You know, do you know where your materials are? Do you know where your assets are on your manufacturing floor? Um, and just getting that data um, and then really in manufacturing, you call it OEE, so overall equipment effectiveness. Um, so that's really helped. Uh, and then reimagination and reform. So supply chain, you know, if you think about manufacturing those products, uh, they have to leave the plant floor and they have to go somewhere. Um, so we're seeing a lot of movement and, and, and solutions around supply chain integration across the entire value chain. Um, so knowing when a you know, a part goes onto the plant floor through the line and leaving it and just knowing where that is or where that product is, is huge. Where are your customers shifting their budget since this is obviously not expected and to, to support and invest in some of these solutions? Yeah, great question. Um, so typically that was always kind of, you know, there's a couple barriers of entry um, and level of investment was always kind of level and investment and affinity to change to, you know, Hey, we've been doing this for 30 years. Why would we need to change? Well, that conversation as our partners are finding out is, is, is people are willing to have this technology change um, because of what they are going through. And, and if, if this happens again, they just want to make sure that they're resilient. And so they are, you know, I read a, a quote that saying that IoT projects are going to get done within 18 months that typically take five years. Um, and so wow. the challenge of finding money, yes, but a lot of that budget is getting switched to the digital transformation. Um, I just won't say IoT altogether, but just the digital transformation. Um, people are realizing that it's time to invest and, and, and they should have done it uh, probably sooner than later. Great. Last question for you, Eric. What are a few examples of IoT solutions that could be future game changers? Ah, man, I could speak to this, uh, but I'll actually talk to some of the solutions that we have in our catalog um, around manufacturing. Um, so we did talk about the legacy, the older factories. Um, and so, and I talked about the building block. So we have a solution called Brownfield Closed Equipment Monitoring. Um, so you have those legacy equipment and you just need to pull data off. So we have a solution that has the sensors. And then we also have probably the best, um, software AG, it's an IoT platform called Cumulosity. Um, so you're taking that data, you're aggregating that data, and now you're setting up rules, you're setting up notifications, and, and that's really the power of software AG. And now you're visualizing that data. Um, and so this really improves OEE values. Um, it, it, it really, uh, you know, all manufacturing, they really want to keep 
from having downtime. It's all about uptime. Um, so brownfield closed equipment. So we have monitor sensor, software AG, uh, you know, package. Uh, you know, our partners can go and, and set that up very quickly. Uh, another one is using video analytics for worker safety. Um, we had this in our catalog before uh, COVID-19. So obviously now you can do video analytics, you can do thermo sensing. Um, so there's a lot of use cases of just using video analytics. You can use it for Q&A, so quality uh, assurance for, hey, is this weld correct? Is this part been manufacturing correct? Is this person standing in the right spot? Or are they in a danger zone? Um, so tons of use cases around video analytics, and especially now with thermosensing and, and so forth for worker safety and, and quality insurance. Uh, so, you know, we talked about, you know, just monitoring equipment, so predictive maintenance. So once you collect data, and now you can build out these predictive models. So hey, like, let's use the welding example. If you have a welding machine and you know based off you know, X amount of welds that this weld did not come, like it's a bad weld, you can actually use predictive maintenance uh, to kind of, instead of finding it out all the way at the end of the line, now you know exactly in real time that that weld's bad and now you can just you know, do a new weld. Um, and so it really keeps the, like I guess time to actually getting that product done uh, is another one. And another simple one is really RFID tags. I know, you know, I just bought uh, some shoes and, and literally the tag had an RFID tag in it, but understanding where your workers and, and where your products are, um, timestamp data. We did a project uh, for a manufacturing company for one of our partners in Wisconsin, and they had 26 uh, stations that they did custom lighting and they did not know really from station one to station 26 we put RFID tags um, on the actual products and they were able to know exactly how long it took for each station and they were able to cut down their time from station one to station 26 by almost uh, by 20 22 percent um, so very simplistic very easy and, and simple technology, but it, it's a game changer uh, for a lot of manufacturers. Thanks, Eric. Those are some great insights. I, I feel like um, there's some good examples there of, uh, you know, everything from protecting the workers to the machines. So um, super interesting. So this is Melanie McMullen and Hannah Hurley, and you've been listening to the IoT Integrator Wire sponsored by Intel. Thanks for listening and stay connected. 